0: If we change how we're feeling, then we're changing our future.
1: You're listening to the Happy Doc Student Podcast, a podcast dedicated to providing clarity to the often mysterious doctoral process. Do you feel like you're losing your mind? Let me and my guests show you how to put more joy in your journey and graduate with your sanity, health, and relationships intact. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Frederick, and this is episode 75. Today, I welcome Anne Hintz, who is going to share a technique that will help you find freedom from any emotion that is holding you back, whether that's stress, fear, frustration, or anxiety. Because we know when you are able to release these emotions, you can welcome in the inner peace that you need to focus on your doctoral studies. And for those of you who are visual learners, be sure to watch the YouTube of this episode. I'll put the link in the show notes below. And welcome to the show. Thank you. It's lovely to be here, Heather. I'm excited for you to share part of your story, the relevant parts of your story as you see it. To talk about the profound impact of when you learn how to release stress in your life, how it just impacts everything in a positive way. And we know that students everywhere are under stress. You could probably argue that actually most of the world's population is currently under stress, but certainly doctoral candidates are in a situation where they are prone to being in a state of chronic stress. And today you're going to share some tools to help relieve that situation
0: i am yes <laughs> so thank you my story started with a lot of trauma in my childhood you know a lot of people have that and that's probably part of the picture for a lot of people who are feeling stress because i think if you grow up in a happy stress free childhood you don't you don't carry it as much and therefore you don't see it as much even at situations where you're in higher education But for me, I had a lot of stress in childhood and it just, it stayed in my body until I was actually in my late thirties. That's when I really realized that it was my history that was affecting me and not necessarily the physical things that were happening, but it was my history. So it actually started out with a business altercation with a couple of other mothers, And they thought I'd done something wrong and they were authority figures, right? They were very self-confident people and I was not. And they thought I had done something wrong. So people can probably relate to that story. But my mind started going out of control. It just went over and over and over what had happened. And I realized that it wasn't normal. I don't think normal people would react this way, this badly. So that's when I realized, well, maybe it's something from childhood that I haven't dealt with yet, because it actually reminded me of how I would react when my dad told me I'd done something wrong. So that was kind of the first inkling that I needed to do something. And actually, a little bit later, I went to a doctor's appointment and he was a holistic physician and he recognized that I was more stressed than I should be in the situation I was in. I wasn't in higher education at that point. I was just a stay-at-home mother with two young boys but I was really very stressed. So he asked me on a scale of zero through 10 what my stress level was, and it was an eight. And then he asked me why. And that was when I knew that it was because when I was 19, I'd woken up one morning and found my mother dead in the bathroom. And the tears from that were still just under the surface, which is now two decades later. So that had been affecting me. So he used this technique with me. It's called EFT which is short for Emotional Freedom Technique. And it's also called tapping. It's a little weird because we're tapping on certain parts of our body as we're talking through something. So he worked with me with this technique for about 15 minutes and walked away from the appointment, being able to tell the story of her death in my mind without the emotions there anymore. And that was the first time I realized that we hold that energy of those emotions and those memories physically inside of our body And we can just let it go. I didn't know that
1: before. This idea that the body needs to be involved when we're learning how to release stress is something that many guests have brought up. And you mentioned that it might be a little weird because you're tapping different parts of your body, but I am always encouraging the listeners, hey, even if something sounds a little different to you, the great news is these guests are sharing things that are free that you can do on your own. So just try it and see if it works for you, right? Right, absolutely. And that's what I did. My higher education was I I did a,
0: a degree in computer science. I was a software engineer and I liked to know that something works before I spent too much time on it, before I got invested in it. So I went home that day and I went online because it was given away by the person who developed it for free, Gary Craig. Just gave it away for free. So you can go online, you can learn it in five to 10 minutes. It's very simple to learn. So I did that. And then I wanted to try it out. So at the time, I had a 17-year-old cat at home and his kidneys were failing and we were told he needed to be given a daily saline shot. So I was the one who had to do that. So the first time I gave him a shot, my hand was shaking so much. I was so afraid of giving him this shot or of hurting him. So I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it every day. It, it was just too stressful. So I tried out this technique. I tapped and I tapped about every aspect of it. So I tapped about my hand shaking, my fear of hurting him, of giving him the shot and all the memories I had about injections because I've had many over the years because I lived around the world. And the next day when I gave him that shot, the needle just slid right in. And all that fear that I had 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 just gone out of my body. And that's when I realized that the freedom is on the other side of those emotions, the other side of that fear. And that's where I wanted to be. And I recognized then that that EFT is a deceptively simple technique. Doesn't really look like it's doing a lot, but it really is.
1: And, you know, I want to comment on that deceptively simple because I think especially doctoral candidates who like to be highly analytical and you're in a process that's really complex. Sometimes we think things have to be complex. It's almost like and with a background in computer science, that was probably part of your paradigm, your world too, right? Things are complex and that's how the world works. But so many of these techniques that can offer you freedom are simple. And I sometimes wonder if that's why people don't want to give them a try because they think, oh, that's too simple. That's not going to help. Absolutely. Yes. And, and what I've realized over the years is actually
0: the tapping. It's the physical aspect. So what we're doing with the EFT is we're using words to bring the emotions or the feelings back into the body. And then the tapping that we're doing on certain specific points, which are the ends of meridian systems. It's that tapping that's releasing the energy from the nervous system so that then
1: that's when things change because it's really being physically released from the body is now a good time to maybe give them a little sample of what this might look like. Yes, let's do that for sure because it's it is really easy. So,
0: we're going to use words, right? To to bring the memory into the body. Let's see
1: what's an example from your I would say for for students, maybe you want to either think about a class that you're taking or you need to take that you're dreading like statistics. That's always one that brings up a lot of anxiety or How you feel when you get feedback, you open up your paper, you've been working on this chapter for months and it's just bathed in ink and students will usually say they either want to cry, they feel a pressure in their chest, some sort of situation where you know it's causing you anxiety. And a lot of people are dealing with things at home that are making it difficult for them to concentrate on their schoolwork. So maybe there's something going on with your work, your partner, your child. So I think probably anyone can come up with a situation, a memory. Do you want it specifically, And to be something that would cause them anxiety? Is that where we're going here? Something that makes them anxious? Yeah, and that's a hard part of this, right? We're so
0: taught to be positive, right? To not delve into the negative. But That's the beauty of EFT. It works on the negative. And what i realized from the rest of my story, right, I can actually put my awareness inside my body at this point. So I know that there's tension or no tension in there. And all we need to do is find the tension. That's the darkness. That's what is affecting us. So yes, we want to find that stress and relieve it. So let's just use something maybe like, even though I hate being judged. I think a lot of us can relate to that. Now, ultimately, you'd want to work on all of those things. Right. And that's what I did. I actually wrote down all my emotional memories, everything that I was afraid of. Right. The whole list of three or four pages of things from my childhood, my early years. And I tapped through one each night for about an hour to an hour and a half each night because I really wanted to change. So people could do that too. But let's just use that example of even though I hate to be judged. So the first thing you do is you work with the karate chop point, which is the point on the side of your hand between your pinky and your wrist where you would give a karate chop. And we do a setup phrase there. Now, I've changed the wording slightly from the original. So I would say something like, even though I hate to be judged, that's my truth in this moment. And it's okay that I think that. So as I'm saying that, I'm tapping fairly firmly on the side of my hand, not so hard that I'm hurting myself but not so gentle that it's not doing anything, right? We're trying to do an energetic interrupt into the nervous system of the body. So you say this three times. So even though I hate to be judged, that's my truth in this moment and it's okay that I feel that way. Even though I hate to be judged, that's my truth in this moment and it's okay that I think that. And then the next point, the first point, is the crown point on the top of the head. And you just shorten the words here. I hate to be judged. The next point is the beginning of the eyebrow. I hate to be judged. The next point is the bone on the edge of the eye. I hate to be judged. The next point is the bone under the eye. I hate to be judged. The next point is under the nose on the upper lip. I hate to be judged. The next point is the chin point. I hate to be judged. The next point is the collarbone point. I hate to be judged. And the last point is about three or four inches under the armpit where the brass strap goes across if you have one. I hate to be judged. And then you take a deep breath. You let it out. And that is one round of EFT. Now, what you do is you go through it again and again and again until the emotion has dissipated, right? So I'm using it in my voice to begin with. I hate to be judged. Once all the emotion has left, it will just be words. I hate to be judged. Now, you can hear the sound difference because the energy behind it has gone. So that is the aim. You're just letting the energy go. And one of the great things, again, from my engineering background is EFT will actually provide feedback to let you know that it's releasing energy. So there's the obvious one that the voice will change. Tears are always a release of resistance. But a lot of people will yawn or they will burp or they will sigh or they will get really, really sleepy. So those are all signs that you can take with you that okay this is working my body is releasing resistance at this point
1: so in general then when you're tapping and are you waiting are you conscious of a shift in something you're going to tap until you feel the shift until you feel like yes like if you're if you're using the words right you'll be able to tell
0: that you the words no longer have any charge behind them so yes that's the goal now sometimes a memory will pop up of something similar, right? It's down the same neural pathway and you'll pop up a memory from childhood, probably or early in in your life. And then you can work on that because it's very much a layer by layer process. It's opening up the subconscious mind, right? So even when you're working on a story, like from a trauma that's happened in the past, like with my mother's death, the first time I walk through that story and I'm using the words, the story to bring the emotions to my body, so I can release them. So I would work through the story, feel the emotions, let them go. Then I'd go back to the beginning of the story and more details of the story would come to mind that I could then work on. And then, then I'd do it again and it'd come back to the beginning. So you just do a story over and over again. It opens up, you get more details and you just, it's like cleaning out a wound. I mean, and I would say it's mm-hmm. literally cleaning out disease ease that's stored in the body.
1: I picture an onion, you're peeling back these layers. And when I've done similar work, you start with something, you think this is what's really bothering me, or this is what I need to work on. And you work on that. And suddenly this thing pops up you haven't thought about in a decade. And you're like, wait, that's still there. And then you work on that and you just keep peeling back these layers to, like you said, release this dis-ease, things that are causing us to feel uncomfortable that manifest in ways that don't serve anyone, but especially someone who's working through a doctoral program. And you're actually finding your
0: truth in the moment. We hide our truth so much and we don't realize we're doing it. We have no idea we're doing it. So you might, you might think you're procrastinating because you don't want to do something specific. But when you tap on, I just don't want to do that. I just don't want to do that. Well, then once you've released that resistance of not wanting to do that, a deeper level of truth will come up. Well, maybe there's one particular thing that you are afraid of happening, and then you can tap on that. Yeah. So you're just going deeper and deeper,
1: finding your actual truth. I love that you bring up this aspect of the revealing of your authentic self. Because I think a lot of people go into higher education thinking of it as just a degree. I I want to get this thing on my resume so I can do this next thing in my professional career, my personal life. But truly, a doctoral program is a transformational program. You will be asked to do things and to perform in a way no one has ever asked you to do this before, and you're going to be getting feedback that is going to hit you in ways and trigger. Like you said, you brought up, it reminded you of your father and it really is this experience. I really encourage people, don't just think of this as an educational program that you're gonna get through and you're going to learn content to make you an expert in your field, which you will. But hey, while you're there, use it as the transformational experience to really get in tune, in touch, however you wanna say it, with who you really are. And tapping sounds like another tool in the toolbox to help someone do this. Absolutely. And and we have no idea what is truly inside of us. I mean, for
0: me, until I did this work, right, it, so I do believe it's opening up the subconscious mind because when I started this work, I had no idea how I felt. Right, If someone asked me, how are you feeling today? And it was always, I'm fine because I didn't really know how I felt. I wasn't aware of myself at a deeper level. So the tapping over time, and I said, I I did go through all my childhood and tapped it all out. And I found my mind becoming quiet. I became less reactionary, more peaceful. I was able to take a lot more on because I didn't react to it. I didn't have as much resistance. So as time went by, I became aware of how I felt on a daily basis. And then I became aware at a deeper level of the physical sensations underneath the emotions, which is a deeper level of awareness because we use words like frustration, right? Or angry or sad. But what we're really describing is how we're holding ourselves, right? Where we're holding tension. And once we become aware of that tension, that's a deeper level of awareness. And we can then use that as a tool if we want to. If we're aware at that level, we can use that as a tool to then expand to a deeper level.
1: And I'm curious, as you were talking, I was thinking there's so many people I've met, particularly recently, who report kind of feeling numb. It's almost like they've detached from their body. And what you're describing, while it sounds amazing, might sound really scary to a lot of people. Like, wow, do I want to (laughs) know? Do I want to know what's down there? Do I want to know what's in my subconscious mind? Do you have any words of encouragement or that you would share to someone who's thinking this sounds interesting, but I'm afraid to even do it to open up Pandora's box? Yeah, I used to feel like that too. I remember absolutely feeling numb, very much
0: numb, mostly in my um, stomach solar plexus area. There was a void in there that have since filled in. So yes, I know it is scary. So for me, that experience of knowing with my cat, knowing that freedom was on the other side was huge, right? And that it's just energy that is stuck in our body, and it's also disease on the inside. right? So what can we do if we let go of that disease? And during this whole process, what people don't really understand is that life just improves right? We're letting go of that burden that we've been carrying all these years. So I remember feeling so heavy, right? Not, you know, not weight wise, but just energetically heavy through my twenties and my thirties. And as this burden gets released, we actually feel lighter, like right? Physically lighter, right? There's more bounce in our step, right? It's easier to laugh and to smile. Just life improves and I'm less reactionary. I'm I enjoy life. I'm more present in the moment. I actually like my day, whatever is happening in the day. Now, if I could have done that when I was at college, that would have been so nice.
1: (laughs) That would have been profound, right? I'm listening to you talk saying, yes, me too.
0: Right. And noticing emotions as things happen, right? If Okay. I've got to make a phone call and I'm afraid to make that phone call. Well, I can do something about it. I can tap about I'm afraid to make this phone call. I really don't want to make this phone call. Or I can feel that tension in my body that's preventing me, that's that's Mm -hmm. the resistance that's stopping me making that phone call. I can feel those sensations and let that go and then see how making the phone call feels.
1: So, Anne, I know you got online... And just learn this by watching some YouTubes. Is this the work that you do now? Have you left computer science and and now you're helping people find freedom? <laughs> I have left computer
0: science. I kind of felt the way like you used to. I didn't want to sit in front of a computer all day long. <laughs> I wanted to interact with people. So I've written a book. I wrote a book about my story and about the steps that I took because I've got to the place now where I could put my awareness inside my body and release tension in in the connective tissue and in the bones. So I wanted to share with other people that this is possible, that we're incredibly powerful beings if we do some of this deep work. So my book shares that story. And your book is available now? It is. It's, yes. It's called The Pathway to Insight. It's on Amazon, or you can ask your local bookstore to order it. But I also have my YouTube channel. So I, I have a video on there with a demonstration of EFT and a demonstration of feeling your feelings, which we, we kind of just touched on there.
1: I'm going to be sure I have the link to your book in the show notes and also your YouTube video. So if you were a listener who is listening along and you wanted to see what this tapping looks like, we'll have Anne's video in the show notes. So you can click on that or watch this podcast as a video as well. I'll have that link. And do you have any final words of wisdom or maybe a favorite quote that you like to share to people who are just feeling, let's see, what's the reverse of feeling free from these emotions, feeling constrained or trapped or held hostage by their emotions? I would just like people to know that we have the power
0: to do something and to recognize that We're actually emitting a signal. So I know people use law of attraction a lot these days. I use it more in terms of a a tool and recognize it's something that's working all the time and that the whole of us is emitting a signal and attracting back into our future based on the signal we're feeling right now. We're going to get this feeling back again in the future. So if we're not liking how we're feeling right now, if we change our signal right now, if we change how we're feeling, then we're changing our future. So you can do that as quickly as just taking a deep breath, then we come to a little bit more peace then our signal has changed. But doing something like EFT will change it at a deeper level and will then change your future.
1: And thank you so much. I know many listeners are going to be tapping away, finding freedom, and it was such a pleasure to speak with you today. Thank you, it's been lovely to share. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Until then, I'm wishing you more joy in your journey. The Happy Doc Student Podcast is brought to you by ExpandYourHappy.com, and you can learn more there. Hey, one more thing. Just a quick reminder that the information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only.